Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is April 19th, the day after tax day. I hope uh, everybody got everything filed the way they're supposed to and things are going well. We had a uh, mixed day yesterday. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that um, there are so many things that you and I, we, we can't control. What's happening in Russia, what's happening in Washington, D.C., but you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. You need to know what that risk is, and you need to know where it should be. Most people don't. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to discover exactly where you should be and where you are now. Again, that number is 863-382-0037. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. George uh, Michaels and Wham there. It's 8.39 now, 21 here before 9. Time to check in on money and see what's going on on Wall Street. we got one more relatively quiet day of government reports, and they've got a whole plethora of them tomorrow, but a whole bunch of uh, companies are also reporting their quarterly earnings because we're starting to get into the heavy week of earnings season. And we've got Philip Statler to help guide us through the whole mess from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It is uh, the day after tax deadline day, so uh, I was moving a little slow this morning. I don't blame you. I, I, this is a day in which every tax prep person, even people for which it's uh, it's just part of their business, they tend to sleep in on the day after tax deadline day. Hey, we still got a busy day, two full days of uh, staff. We are going to close on Friday, give our staff a little extra uh, three-day weekend. So, But, uh, hey, the next two days, we're still hitting it hard. So those of us that filed extensions are told to pound sand on Friday, right? Hey, that's right. <laughs> setting the table on Wall Street from yesterday. Boy, this is about as close to a flat day as you could get. Uh, Dow ended up down by, boy, 10 points. Standard & Poor's eked out a three-and-a-half-point gain, and the NASDAQ was off by four-and-a-third. Even the NAS, even the VIX got boring yesterday. We're just kind of sitting on our hands for a little while to see which direction the tea leaves are going for the Fed meeting at the beginning of next month, aren't we? Well, we are, we're, and we're digesting earnings as we go because there, you know, there's been some mixed bags of what have come out, and so uh, I think that at this point there's some still some uncertainty as to which which direction things are going to go. Oh yeah, when you get two big ones like Bank of America and Goldman Sachs going in completely opposite directions yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure I'd want to be a stock market analyst specializing in financials right now because I'm not sure I know what I think about them at the moment. Well, yeah, and they're all different, right? So, um, I mean, we've got a slew, I got to tell you, there must be over a half a dozen of banks that reported um, either last night after the market closed or first thing this morning. So uh, we've got a bunch of them today. Well, let's see if we can't clear up the picture a little bit. For start out with the uh, data dump that starts the morning out. Mortgage applications. Boy, the stock market was rock stable yesterday. But you take a couple of a tenth of a point increase on uh, on a mortgage rate, and things go completely the other direction. Last week we had a big increase in mortgage applications from the week before because the prevailing mortgage rate had gone down by a tenth of a percent or so. This last week they went up by a tenth of a percent or so. So mortgage applications fell like a rock. 
down 8.8% last week. And I'm just kind of reading that as much as anything is trying to play the mortgage market. I'm, I'm not sure there's any great meaning to that except for the fact that uh, the VIX index, if they kept it on mortgage applications, it would be above around 40 right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's been pretty volatile for sure. It really has. The other thing that's coming out later on today, and the green eye shade crowd will be uh, going crazy over this, the Fed beige book comes out today. This is all the data that the Federal Reserve governors use to uh, make their decision as to how to vote when we get to the first week in May for that open market committee as to how bad they plan on hitting us as far as interest rates are concerned. So a whole lot of folks that are uh, far deeper into this stuff than you and I are going to be pouring over the beige book when it comes out at two. Are they, is, is there any gossip on the street as to anything they expect with that, or is this going to be a seismograph moment if they say something weird? No, I haven't really seen anything about the beige book. Um, I just had this headline pop across my screen, though, and uh, find this interesting that uh, U.S. home prices in March saw mm-hmm. the sharpest monthly decline in 11 years. Whoa. Talking about real estate mortgages, you know we talk. We, yeah, we talk about the uh, about this town being a bit of an outlier. I mentioned yesterday that prices around here have seemed to stabilize a little bit, and in some segments of the housing market, the uh, the size home I've got, for instance, are actually seem to be recovering a little bit. We're definitely an outlier in this local market, and sometimes that's a luxury, judging by the the national figures. Oh, definitely is. I mean, I'm looking at numbers like Boise, Idaho, down 15%, Austin, Texas, down 13%, California, obviously, several places down 10 11%. So um, we're seeing that. And not, you're right, Florida's probably a little bit immune right now from that. Um, the other thing, I don't know if you saw this last night or this morning, um, mm. did you see the UK's um, inflation rate? I did not. What are they looking at these days? You know, they were expected to come down below double digits. It ended up like 10.8, 10. 10.4, 10. 10.9% inflation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was my thinking, too. Uh, suddenly, I'm feeling lucky at five and six. How about you? Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, they were hoping for 9.4, I think. <laughs> you're you're for nine and a half percent inflation. Thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I'm not happy with what we're doing here, but uh, suddenly I'm very happy I'm not a resident of Great Britain at the moment. Um, I mean, that just really shocked me. But um, yeah, they're really dealing with inflation over there a lot harder than we are over here. Evidently. Uh, You mentioned a whole pile of banks, but after the markets closed last night, Uh, We had a couple of household names come out. I was having a little bit of fun with this earlier today because I didn't think they were still doing it, but Netflix announced as a part of their quarterly report that the last day that they're going to be renting DVDs out will be September 29th. Uh, That was kind of an interesting sidelight to their quarterly report. How did they do overall? So um, so they did. uh, It was kind of a mixed bag, Dave. They... um... They, they came out and revenue came in slightly below expectations, earnings topped estimates. Um, they delayed the rollout of their crackdown on passwords sharing. Um, oh. So I, I find that kind of interesting. Um, but th- yeah, they are. And, and I wonder about the whole um, DVD thing is if you're the last one to get one, do you get to keep it? 
I was, I was kind of thinking, if you got that last DVD they send out on September 29th, I got a sneaking hunch it's going to come with a note, we don't give a fig, keep the darn thing. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. but Netflix <laughs> is trading down this morning, Dave, 2.5%. Bunch of analysts must have DVD players at home, huh? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you mentioned all the banks. Let's see if we can't get a clearer picture on the banking industry. What are the highlights that you've seen so far? So um, some of them are kind of a mixed. Um, let's start with um, U.S. Bank Corp. They, uh, their earnings and revenue both beat for their first quarter. Um, earnings were, were, were pretty good. They are trading up this morning about 2.9%. Mm. Uh, Morgan Stanley, a big name, they, uh, they actually beat across the board um, earnings and revenue. Which which was was good and trading revenue was up as well and, and so it really baffles me that they're actually trading down almost four percent this morning. I wonder if that's just sector concern because they're affected by the Goldman Sachs situation. They're kind of in that league in size anyway. It could be, and I haven't parsed through or seen anything detailed in their report. You had Ally Financial, Ally Bank. They reported that you know they're all digital. Um, you don't see very many brick and mortar ally financial places. Um, they earned 82 cents a share, a little less than expected. They're expected to make like 86 cents a share. Uh, revenue was down a little bit as well uh, for them. They're trading down three and a half percent. So That's see, interesting because they're, yeah. they're the old GMAC portfolio, meaning they're heavy in auto loans. I wonder if there's a harbinger of bad tidings to be had there. Not sure what's really uh, going on with those guys. We had Zion Bank Corporation. That's a big name when it comes to regionals. Um, mm -hmm. They uh, they reported before the bell uh, today, and um, they're kind of optimistic. It looks like so they're uh, they were trading up. Yep, still trading up two percent. Citizens Financial is my last bank, and uh, they. Uh, disappointed a little bit in their earnings uh, revenue also just a little disappointing and so they're trading down 2.3 percent so i'm going to say on balance that the banks are down compared to uh the ones that are up yeah, it's a decidedly mixed bag mixed bag report so far. That's for darn sure. We got a big one coming out at the end of the day today, right after the market closes. Everybody's going to be talking about Tesla because they're going to report after the close tonight. And a few more financials, including American Express, expected out on Thursday. So we ain't done with the financial picture and some of the glamour names by any measure, are we? No, we're, we're really not. You know, and we still have... Um... I mean, even today we had United Airlines come out, travel industry. They they lost 10 cent less than expected, but they still lost 63 cents a share, a big number. Um, and their revenue was basically in line with expectations, and they're down about six tenths this morning. Ooh. Now, I guess Delta's guidance didn't help them much, did they? It didn't seem to, for sure. That kind of intriguing. Resetting the table, it was almost a dead flat day on Wall Street yesterday. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, Philip, what do the indexes look like? Dave, I'm seeing a sea of red ink across oh, all sectors, all, all indexes this morning. Uh, we've got the Dow 30 down a third, $122. 
The S&P 500 is down a little over six tenths. That's almost $27 on the NASDAQ 100, down between eight and nine tenths of a percent. That's $112. So everything's sliding, uh, including the commodity side. We've got silver giving back uh, a little over a half a percent. Gold, a big dip, Dave, down almost one and a half percent below 2000, back down to $1,990 an ounce. And Ooh, that's oil, Yeah. And crude oil, a big drop there as well, down one and three quarter percent to $79.53 a barrel. You got to say, yay, we're below 80. Well, kind of, sort of, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to see it going down. I'm not sure, and I don't understand the reason whether I should be happy or not. Asian rim market mostly off again, just like our markets have been on the futures side. Hong Kong was off by 1.3% this morning at the close. The other indexes were off just fractionally. Europe is kind of down as well. Uh, Mentioned the British inflation number. Their market is down only about a quarter of a percent halfway through their day. Uh, The outlier right now is Italy. They're about the only one. One that's up over in the European community side of the pond as well. Uh, retirement is a plan. If it doesn't a plan, well, you're probably worried. Time to get a plan. How do I find you to put one together, Philip? You know, there's there's several folks out there that are five years out to retirement. They definitely need a plan. Folks that are 10 years after retirement, those are vital years that need to have a plan in place. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. To schedule your core retirement design. And then check us out this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And we'll be here tomorrow morning to tell you what happened with the Beige Book as to whether it turned the market around and got us some green ink this week. Philip, thank you. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day, and I'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great one. Bye now.